the Lord. Bwana asifiwe. All is well. Yote ni sawa. And the Holy Spirit, he is coming to heal you. Na Roho Mtakatifu anakuja kuwaponya. But I want you to understand that this healing we are going through now of the soul. Nataka ujue ya kwamba uponyaji hii ya nafsi ambayo tunaipitia sasa. This is the most important healing. Ni uponyaji wa maana sana. You can never go through. Yenye unaweza kupitia. It's important that you place your soul in the right place. Ni muhimu uweke nafsi yako katika pahali sawa. It's important that the church receives the Holy Spirit right. Ni muhimu kanisa lipokee Roho Mtakatifu kwa haki. And it's important that you walk in the spirit because you will not see the Lord without the Holy Spirit. Na ni muhimu utembee katika Roho Mtakatifu kwa sababu bila Roho Mtakatifu hautamuona Mungu. Because the Lord is calling us to a holy living. Kwa sababu Bwana tuita katika ile maisha matakatifu. In the teaching today this is a very important teaching that I want you to keep. Katika mafunzo ya leo ningependa nikusihi ya kwamba ni mafunzo muhimu sana na inafaa uyashike. So you can re-examine yourself in the five characters that the Holy Spirit brings into you. Ili uweze kujichunguza kulingana na tabia tano ambazo Roho Mtakatifu anakuletea. And we've seen all of them brokenness to be crushed to see obedience we see complete worship that will bring fragrance to the Father. We've seen the five characters. Tumeona tabia hizo tano kuvunjika, kunyenyekea, kunyenyekezwa na kupitishwa katika majaribu. So it is now to you to re-examine yourself and see have I received the Holy Spirit really? Sasa ni wewe ujichunguze na uangalie kama umepokea Roho Mtakatifu kweli ama namna gani. And so right now I just want to mention something that is very critical about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Sasa hivi nataka kutaja kitu cha maana sana kuhusu upako wa Roho Mtakatifu. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit has different personalities. Nataka ujue kwamba Roho Mtakatifu wako na utu tofauti tofauti. And I want to share with you on some of the characters of the Holy Spirit. Nataka nishiriki na wewe baadhi ya tabia za Roho Mtakatifu. We don't have time to go into everything but I'll just mention them. Hatuna nafasi ya kuingia katika kila kitu lakini I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is very powerful he is eternal. Nataka ujue kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ana nguvu nyingi yeye ni wa milele. He can be present everywhere at the same time. Anaweza kupatikana kila mahali kila wakati. He understands and he is all knowing. Yeye amejua mambo yote. He gives life. Yeye anapatiana maisha. He gives gifts. Anapatiana karama. He gives counsel. Anapatiana ushauri. He can encourage you. Anaweza kukuhimiza. He can step in on your behalf. Anaweza kuwa kwa niaba yako. He builds up. Anajenga and he leads us to obedience. Anatuongoza katika utiifu. He brings to mind. Anatukumbusha, anatuleta katika fikira yetu tena. He energizes and makes effective. Anatupa nguvu na pia anatupa tuweze kufanya kazi ya kubadilisha mazingira yetu. If you took just one attribute of the Holy Spirit. Ukichukua tu tabia moja ya Roho Mtakatifu out of the works of the Spirit of mention. Kati ya tabia hizo zote You see that the Holy Spirit Unaona ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu brings to mind he reminds you. Anakukumbusha. He always will remind you about things that are important to the Lord. Kila mara atakuwa akikukumbusha kuhusu mambo ambayo ni muhimu kwa Bwana. Let's say you are being called as a Christian from the world. Hebu tuseme ya kwamba unaitwa kama Mkristo kutoka kwa dunia. And you walk in through the blood of Jesus. Alafu unaingia kupitia damu ya Yesu. And you are at a place where only the blood of Jesus redeems you as we are always. Na uko katika mahali ambapo ni damu ya Yesu tu inaweza kukukomboa kama venye tuko kila mara. And then you begin to heal and restore and now you are up you are running again and things are well. Na sasa unarejeshwa, unaponywa alafu unaendelea na shughuli zako, mambo ni sawa. Or when you are beginning you're crying, Lord, I want to serve you. Give me an altar to serve you. 
au nalia unasema Mwenyezi Mungu nataka nikutumikie nipe madhabahu ya kukutumikia and then the lord provides the altar alafu Mungu anakupa madhabahu and he starts sending you his sheep alafu anaanza kukutumia kondoo wake remember his sheep kumbuka kondoo wake and then when they come they start to bless you you are now running around big cars big homes you are going to america now europe wherever and then very soon you now begin to deflect sasa wanaanza kukubariki unaanza kuendesha magari kubwa kubwa unaanza kujenga nyumba kubwa kubwa alafu baada ya muda usio mrefu wewe unatoka katika uwepo wa Mungu. You know you are going to America, you are going to Germany, you are going to places now. Unasafiri kule ngambo Germany, America na hizo sehemu zote. And then all of a sudden you are now focused on the gospel of the flesh of materialism. Sasa baada ya muda usio mrefu unaanza kuzingatia ama kuingia katika ile injili ya ufanisi. The gospel of wealth. Injili ya utajiri. I want you to know that if you have received the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Nataka ujue kwamba kama umepokea hekima ya Roho Mtakatifu. He will always bring to mind the purpose for which you were called. Atakukumbusha sababu ambacho kilimfanya Mungu akuite. He will tell you just a moment, do you remember where I picked you from? Atakwambia kwamba tafadhali hebu kidogo unakumbuka penye nilikupata. And so you begin to understand that the church today has actually forgotten the call. Na sasa unaona ya kwamba kanisa leo imesahau mwito wake. The Christian has forgotten the call. Wakristo wamesahau mwito wao. But what causes people to forget the call? Lakini ni nini inawafanya watu wasahau mwito wao? And the Bible says no one says Jesus is Lord except when they receive the initial wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Biblia inasema hakuna mtu ambaye anaweza kusema Yesu ni bwana kama ajapokea hekima ya Roho Mtakatifu. And so when you receive the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Sasa unapopokea hekima ya Roho Mtakatifu. That means the Lord has anointed you with the initial knowledge that Jesus is Lord. Inamaanisha kwamba Bwana amekupaka mafuta na hekima ya kipekee ya kwamba Yesu ni bwana. And so there are different levels of anointing though. Na sasa kuna viwango vya upako. But the only way you can fall from when you've been anointed with that wisdom na njia ya kipekee inaweza kukuangusha baada ya kupakwa na hekima hiyo is for you to actually have a casual relationship with the holy spirit ni wakati we mwenyewe unakuwa na uhusiano wa kawaida na roho mtakatifu and with the holy spirit you cannot have a casual relationship na uwezi kuwa na uhusiano wa kawaida na roho mtakatifu i want you to know that the holy spirit he is eternal Nataka ujue ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ni wa milele and the Holy Spirit actually was involved in creation na Roho Mtakatifu alihusika katika uumbaji I am going to go into a small segment here called the role of the Holy Spirit within the Trinity the triunity of God Nataka tuingie katika kiwango kingine ambacho ni jukumu la Roho Mtakatifu katika utatu wa Mungu And so before we do that I want to look at the things that will make the anointing of the Holy Spirit leave you. I would feel this is very critical. And I think if this is not taught then it's not complete. Nina hisi ya kwamba nisipofundisha hii basi hatujakamilisha mafunzo. The Holy Spirit is loving is a counselor is a friend but there are certain things you cannot do otherwise you lose the anointing. Roho mtakatifu ni pendo yeye ni rafiki lakini kuna mambo fulani ambayo haufai ufanye ukifanya unapoteza upako. The person of the Holy Spirit he has intellect. Utu wa Roho mtakatifu ana hekima. Let me tell you there is the person of the Holy Spirit you can meet him. If the Lord allows you can send him so you can meet him he will speak with you. Utu wa Roho mtakatifu unaweza kutana naye kama Bwana amekuruhusu atamtuma na mtakutana na yeye. But again that depends on the level of calling which is anointing definitely but the level of calling that the Lord is bringing into your life. Na hiyo inalingana na kiwango cha mwito ambao Bwana ameweka katika maisha yako. 
but i want you to know that you can sit with him he can be sent to you he can speak with you he can show you things nataka nikueleza the person the person of the holy spirit nataka kueleza kwamba utu wa roho mtakatifu unaweza tumiwa yeye na anaweza kuneana na wewe naweza kukuonyesha mambo and that is a very tremendous time in your life na hiyo ni wakati wa ajabu sana katika maisha yako and so he has intellect na sasa ako na akili he has emotions yeye pia ako na hisia and he has a playful side na yeye pia ako na upande ule mwingine wa mchezo and uh, he has many attributes in you know, the person of the holy spirit ako na tabia nyingi sana utu wa roho mtakatifu and it's a blessing to me today that he has allowed me to teach about him na ni baraka kwangu ya kwamba leo ameniruhusu nifundishe kumuhusu yeye open these things concerning him ili tufungue mambo haya kumuhusu yeye because a lot of love for him to do that kwa sababu ni upendo mwingi sana afanye hivyo. He has intellect, he has emotions. Yeye yeah, ako na hisia, ako na akili. He has a will. Ako na mapenzi. He has a playful side. Yeye yeah, ako na ile upande mwingine wa mchezo. He can act as a wind. Yeye yeah, anaweza kutenda kama upepo. He can be grieved. Yeye yeah, pia anaweza kukasirishwa. He can be grieved somebody. Anaweza kukasirishwa mtu. So I want to pick that one. Nataka nichukue hiyo. And then talk about the things that will make you lose the anointing of the Lord. Alafu niongelee mambo ambayo yanaweza kufanya upoteze upako wa Mungu. So what makes you lose the anointing of the Lord? Sasa chini inaweza kufanya upoteze upako wa Mungu. When the Lord has called you. Wakati Bwana amekuita. Even anointed you as a servant or the Christian. Akakupaka mafuta kama mtumishi wake kama Mkristo. Let us handle that so you may know the gravity and the weight and the seriousness of receiving the Holy Spirit. Ebu tujue hiyo alafu tujue uzito na umuhimu wa kumpokea Roho Mtakatifu. The most important teaching that the church can ever have is this teaching we have today. Maf- teaching about the Holy Spirit. Mafunzo ya maana sana yenye kanisa inafaa ipate ni mafunzo kuhusu Roho Mtakatifu. The teachings of the person of the Holy Spirit. Mafunzo ya utu wa Roho Mtakatifu. Without the Holy Spirit we would be finished. Bila Roho Mtakatifu tungekuwa tumekwisha. I am going to talk to you about the role of the Holy Spirit within the triunity of God the Trinity. Nataka ninene na wewe kuhusu kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu katika utu But wa utatu wa Mungu. Let us look at the enemies of anointing. Hebu tuangalie adui za upako. The book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. Hebu tuone wa Efeso mlango wa 4 mstari wa 30. Ephesians chapter 4. Make sure you write these things down, make sure you record these teachings so you can be able to fall back to them. Andika mafunzo haya ili uweze kuyafuata baadaye. Ephesians 4:30. Wa Efeso mlango wa 4 mstari wa 30. This is what he says. Asema hivi. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Again let me repeat this one here. He says and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Biblia inasema wala msimuhuzunishe yule Roho Mtakatifu wa Mungu ambaye kwa yeye mulitiwa muhuri hata siku ya ukombozi narudia wala msimuhuzunishe yule roho mtakatifu wa Mungu ambaye kwa yeye mliitiwa muhuri hata siku ya ukombozi remember that your day of redemption is tied on to the person of the holy spirit kumbuka siku yako ya ukombozi umeunganishwa na utu wa roho mtakatifu he said you are sealed your day of redemption is sealed with the holy spirit anasema siku yako ya ukombozi imetiwa muhuri na roho mtakatifu so it means you cannot grieve the holy spirit inamaanisha uwezi kumhusunisha roho mtakatifu and the bible says very clearly here the lord says whoever grieves the holy spirit in the book of mark chapter 3 for example He says whoever grieves the holy spirit commits an eternal sin. Biblia inasema katika kitabu cha Mariko mlango wa 3 ya kwamba yeyote ambaye anamhuzunisha ama anamfukuru Roho 
mtakatifu anatenda dhambi ya umilele and eternal sin he says he cannot forgive that na dhambi ya umilele anasema hawezi kusamea you begin to understand that much as the holy spirit is your counselor is your help is your guide you cannot grieve him he is very serious Tunapata kuelewa ya kwamba hata kama Roho Mtakatifu ni mshauri wako yeye ni kiongozi wako yeye ni pendo lakini hawezi kumuhuzunisha. So it bothers me a lot that you can see some ladies in churches who are dressed in miniskirts tumbo kase. I've been talking tongues I've been anointed by the Holy Spirit and yes you look at their dressings and that dressing is blasphemous to the Holy Spirit is propagating another spirit the spirit of lust and all those spirits that are evil. So you begin to wonder what kind of anointing of the Holy Spirit are we talking about here? You cannot grieve the Holy Spirit at all. Ninashangaa na wale wadada ambao wanafaa minisketi sketi fupi fupi alafu wanasema wamejazwa na Roho Mtakatifu wanaenda kwa ndimi na huku ukiwaangalia unawaona ya kwamba wanamuhuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu. Sasa unashangaa ni upako gani hii wamepata na Roho Mtakatifu hawezi kuhuzunishwa kamwe. So one of the biggest enemies of anointing is grieving the Holy Spirit. Sasa moja wapo ya maadui ya upako ni kumuhuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu. When you grieve the Holy Spirit he will leave you definitely. Wakati unamuhuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu atakuacha. And so I want to ask you today are you doing some things in your life that will grieve the Holy Spirit? Nataka nikuulize leo kuna vitu unafanya katika maisha yako yenye itamuhuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu. The enemies of anointing adui ya upako haleluya haleluya somebody just one scripture will do second samuel chapter 1 verse 21 is enough hebu tuangalie samueli wa pili second samuel chapter 1 samueli wa pili mlango wa kwanza verse 21 but you can also read in your time verse 25 on tutasoma mstari wa 21 na pia unaweza kuendelea kwa wakati wako so it's very important we understand that even when we receive the anointing of the holy spirit ni muhimu tuelewe kwamba wakati tunapokea pako wa Roho Mtakatifu we cannot take him for granted. Hatuwezi kuichukulia mzaa. And when I talk to you about the role of the Holy Spirit in the Trinity, na nikiongelesha kuhusu kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu katika utatu wa Mungu, is when you will begin to understand how powerful he is. Utaanza kujua nguvu zake. Okay, let's just read one which is 2 Samuel chapter 1 verse 21. Samueli wa pili mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 21. He mountains of Gilboa, may you have neither dew nor rain nor fields that yield offering of grain for there the shield of the mighty was defiled the shield of Saul no longer rubbed with oil. Let me repeat that so you understand. All mountains of Gilboa, may you have neither dew nor rain, nor fields that yield offerings of grain, for there the shield of the mighty one was defiled, the shield of Saul no longer rubbed with oil. That means he lost his anointing there. Nina sema enyi milima ya Gilboa visiwepo juu yenu umande wala mvua wala mashamba ya matoleo maana ndipo ilipotupwa kwa aibu ngao ya shujaa ngao yake Sauli pasipo kutiwa mafuta hapo tunaona mtu alipoteza upako so you see that by disobeying the lord Saul lost the anointing of the lord tunaona kwa kutotii Mwenyezi Mungu Sauli alipoteza upako so you begin to understand that grieving the holy spirit is a no no as a christian tunaona ya kwamba kumdhihaki ama kumuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu ni jambo ambalo hatufai tutende the next enemy of anointing is disobedience adui nyingine ya upako ni kutotii disobedience to the lord will grieve the holy spirit will make you lose your anointing 
kutotii Mungu itamuzunisha Roho Mtakatifu na itafanya upoteze upako wako. Many servants of the Lord have lost their anointing even when they started with an anointing because of disobedience. Watumishi wengi wa Mungu wamepoteza upako wao kwa sababu ya kutotii. And if you look at the state of the church today, na ukiangalia kwenye kanisa hiko leo, the state of the Christians today, ukiangalia hali ya wakristo leo you can look back and see the servants of the lord in the bible that lost their anointing and you can tally with the church today unaweza kuangalia na usome kuhusu watumishi wa mungu katika biblia ambao walipoteza upako na uweze kulinganisha na kanisa ya leo you can look at early Unaweza kuangalia maisha ya Eli. Look at Saul. Angalia Sauli. You can look at uh, Samson. Angalia Samsoni. And if you take the case of Samson, you see that Delilah in Hebrew actually Delilah means drought, means dry out. Katika lugha ya Kiebrania, Delilah inamaanisha ukame. To dry up, Kukauka. to be weak, to be feeble, to languish, to be in pain. Kukauka, kuwa na uchungu. Delilah in Hebrew to be feeble, to be weak, dry up and be weak. Delilah inamaanisha kukauka na hata kuwa dhaifu. And if you look very carefully, you see that Delilah came in as a spirit and then took away the anointing of Samson, the mighty servant of the Lord. Sasa tunaona Delilah alikuja kama roho na akachukua upako wa Samsoni, mtumishi mkuu wa Mungu. And you see that that is coming out of disobedience and also coming out of spiritual not physical let me make you understand this out of spiritual adultery hiyo ilitokana na kutotii na tena ilitokana na ile usherati wa kiroho let me be very clear it was not physical adultery hii kukuwa ni usherati wa kiasili ya kawaida physical adultery was a result of the spiritual adultery they fall in the spirit that had taken place already usherati wa kawaida ilikuwa ni matokeo baada ya kufanya usherati katika ulimwengu wa kiroho because spiritual adultery came from disobedience failing to follow the instruction kwa sababu usherati wa kiroho inatokana na kutotii. And you see that in the church today the spirit of Delilah has also come in the church because Delilah is always looking for avenues to enter and take away your anointing to dry you up like I said to make you languish. And Delilah has come into the church and committed adultery with the church like she did with Samson. Na Delilah ameingia kanisani na amefanya usherati na kanisa jinsi alifanya na Samsoni. Why am I saying committed adultery? Kwa nini nimesema amefanya uzinifu na kanisa? We have just seen that actually when you are anointed of the Holy Spirit you will be very resolved about walking in holiness. Kwa sababu tunaona ukiwa umepakwa na Roho Mtakatifu utahusika sana na kutembea katika ile hali ya utakatifu. And the Holy Spirit is jealous. Roho Mtakatifu akona wivu. It's like getting into a marriage with him. Ni kama kuolewa na yeye. You have to learn that's why I'm teaching you about him. You have to learn things about him before you go into this marriage. Lazima uweze kujifunza mambo kumuhusu yeye kabla uolewe naye. And you have to know the things that will make the marriage fail if you go into when you're in the marriage. Na pia inafaa wakati umeolewa ni vizuri ujue mambo ambayo yanaweza kuvunja ndoa yako. Spiritual adultery will make the Holy Spirit leave you and the anointing of the Lord will leave you. Usherati wa kiroho itamfanya Roho Mtakatifu akuache na upako wa Mungu utakutoka. What is spiritual adultery to you as a Christian? Usherati wa kiroho ni nini kama mkristo? For example, disobeying Jesus. Kwa mfano kutomtii Yesu. For example, loving material more than loving the Lord. Sexual sin, lying, name it. Remember Ananias and Sapphira came in the presence of the Holy Spirit and they lied and they died right there. The judgment of the Holy Spirit touched them. Uzinifu na atakumbuka Ananias na Sapphira walidanganya mbele za Roho Mtakatifu na wakafa hapo hapo. So I just wanted to let you know. Nataka tu nikujulishe that even if you are crying for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, anoint me please, anoint me please. There are rules here. You have to be faithful to him. Hata kama unalia upate upako wa Roho Mtakatifu ya kwamba unipake unipake. Kuna sheria hapa lazima uwe mwaminifu kwake. 
And I just want you to know that he may come to you in different forms. You know, at times it may be rushing water. It may be a glorious white dove. It may be the person of the Spirit. Maybe the wind. People in Joron all this when the Lord sent me there. And then when I called upon him, he came as the wind and he touched them. He brought them down as the wind. The wind was blowing. Blue things. People saw physical wind. He comes in different forms. But he's coming to love you, to bless you and prepare you for the Lord Jesus. Nataka ujue ya kwamba anaweza kuja kwa umbo ya vitu tofauti. Anaweza kuja kama njiwa, anaweza kuja kama upepo, anaweza kuja kama mtiririko wa maji. Watu wa njoro waliona wakati nilimuita Roho Mtakatifu na akaja kama upepo na watu wakaona. And he saved na, them. Akawangusha. Akawangusha na akapeperusha vitu. But why am I teaching this uh, getting a little deeper with the Holy Spirit with you? Kwa nini nakufundisha Roho Mtakatifu kwa undani? Because the Lord said he's coming back to a perfect bride a mature bride. Kwa sababu Bwana alisema anarudi kuchukua biarusi ambaye ni mkamilivu, biarusi ambaye amekomaa. Bless me, bless me, bless me is over right now. Wakati wa nibariki, nibariki, nibariki imeisha sasa. The Lord is asking us to transition from the baby food to hard food now. Bwana anatuuliza tuweze kutoka katika ile hali ya kukula chakula cha utoto na tuanze kukula mifupa. So these are the teachings that will mature up the Christian and make the Christian ready to be taken by the Lord because in the Bible he says he's coming for mature Christian which means he will surely come for only mature Christians. Mafunzo haya sasa ni yale mafunzo ambayo yanamtoa Mkristo katika ile hali ya utoto na kumfanya awe katika ile hali ya ukomavu kwa sababu Yesu alisema atarudi kuchukua kanisa ambayo limekomaa. That's why I am getting you deep into these things. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu na kuingiza ndani sana. I want you to know that he can come to you as a glorious dove. Nataka ujue kwamba anaweza kukujia kama njiwa wenye utukufu. And I want you also to know that he comes as rushing water time. Na pia nataka ujue kwamba mara nyingine anaweza kuja kama maji inayotiririka. He can come as wind rushing wind. Anaweza kuja kama upepo ambao unaenda kwa kasi. Again I say the people of Njoro are familiar with that. Na wapendo wa Njoro wanaelewa hiyo. Because that's the same wind that was coming during the time of Pentecost. Remember it rushed as a wind. Kwa sababu hiyo ndio upepo ule ambao ulikuja katika siku ya Pentecoste, upepo ambao ulikuwa ukienda kwa kazi. He can come as the person of the Holy Spirit. Anaweza kuja kama utu wa Roho Mtakatifu. He can come as flames. Anaweza kuja kama moto. But only the Father chooses which form he can present La, him to you. Bwana ndiye anachagua atamwakilisha akupitie umbo gani. That's why when you see behind the throne room of God, hiyo ndio kwa sababu ukiona nyuma ya kiti cha enzi cha Mungu, there is a river that's flowing behind that throne room. Kuna mto ambao unatiririka nyuma ya kiti hicho cha enzi. And that river is flowing straight into the city of God, the new Jerusalem that will come after the destruction of this old earth and heaven. Na mto huo unatiririka katika mji mkuu wa Mungu, Yerusalemu mpya. And so that river actually is the life-giving spirit of the Lord like we're going to see very shortly. Na hiyo mto ni roho wa Mungu ambaye anapatiana maisha. Life-giving, life-nourishing, life-sustaining spirit of the Lord. Ni roho ambaye anatuongeza maisha. Let us relate with the Holy Spirit with a lot of fear and trembling. Hebu tuhusiane na Roho Mtakatifu kwa kutetemeka. And even those that are coming to the meetings where we are going don't take the Holy Spirit for granted because I know in all the meetings he comes in different forms in mighty forms physical manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit let nobody take this for granted please Hata katika mikutano mbalimbali na wasihi katika jina la Yesu tusichukue Roho Mtakatifu kimzaa kila mara anakuja na njia yake yeye mwenyewe I know because they come to every meeting and they always see a very mighty presence, a mighty appearance, and they can see me talking to him, and he appears within that one minute, and he does things in their eyes, 
But please let us not take this for granted. Let us not familiarize. Ebu tusimzoe Roho Mtakatifu. Let us be very careful with the Holy Spirit. Wacha tuwe makini na Roho Mtakatifu. And that's why I want to go to the next level. I want to look at the levels of anointing. Nataka tuangalie viwango vya upako. I want you to know that when you begin your life as a Christian. Nataka ujue kwamba wakati unaanza maisha yako kama mkristo. You receive the initial anointing that makes you recognize that Jesus is Lord. Unapokea upako ya kipekee ambayo inafanya ujue ya kwamba Yesu ni Bwana. So you can give him your life. Ili umpe maisha yako. And that's why there is a difference in you and the people that are not yet born again. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu kuna utofauti kati yako na wale ambao hawajiokoka. You you have received the initial anointing that has allowed your eyes to realize oh Jesus is Lord let me give him my life. Wewe umepokea upako wa kipekee ambao imekuruhusu uweze kujua kwamba Yesu ni Bwana. Wengine hawajapata upako huo. So I want us to look at the book of Ezekiel. Nataka tuangalie kitabu cha Ezekiel. Chapter 47. Ezekieli mlango wa 47 And when you receive the wisdom that makes you know Jesus is Lord Ukipokea hekima ambayo inafanya ujue Yesu ni Bwana When you receive that wisdom Ukipokea hekima hiyo It does not mean that is the end Haimaanishi kwamba sasa hiyo ndio mwisho And I'm going to draw for you a very clear understanding like I did during the conversation between Moses and the Lord Takuangazia wazi kabisa jinsi nilikuangazia kati ya Musa na Bwana In that conversation between Moses and the Lord you can see the initial design the design of the Lord on the anointing of the Holy Spirit the plan of the Lord for your anointing you can see it then the conversation with Moses unaweza kuona mpango wa Mungu katika upako wako and now i want to bring you into this conversation between the Lord actually now you will see that the person of the Holy Spirit is speaking with Ezekiel sasa hapa nitakupa mafunzo kuhusu maongezi kati ya Ezekiel na Roho Mtakatifu and i will relate this very clearly to the situation in the church na nitahusisha hii ama nilinganishe na hali kanisani so you can mature up as christians ili muweze kukomaa kama wakristo because heaven and earth will come and go kwa sababu mbingu na inchi zitapita but the word of god will not change lakini neno la mungu haitabadilika and yet the word of the lord says that the lord will come for only mature christians who have gone to full stature telos in greek na neno la bwana linasema ya kwamba atarudi tu kwanya kuwa wakristo ambao wamekomaa so it is important you begin to feed on this kind of hard food so you can be able to mature up because we are around the corner for the rapture sasa ni muhimu sana uanze kupata vyakula vigumu mifupa waanze kutafuna mifupa kwa sababu tuko katika nyakati za mwisho. The book of Ezekiel chapter 47 I'm beginning verse 3. Tusome kitabu cha Ezekiel mlango wa 47 kuanzia mstari wa 3. Remember the title of this is the levels of anointing. Kumbuka kichwa cha ujumbe wetu ni viwango vya upako. After we've known the things that grieve the Holy Spirit that will make him run away make the anointing leave you. Baada ya kujua mambo ambayo yanaweza kufanya utokwe na upako. And remember the anointing of the Holy Spirit can come to you as wisdom. Many things you know also dreams visions all these things but it's important to know that every christian is entitled to the promise of the anointing of the holy spirit kumbuka ya kwamba upako wa roho mtakatifu inaweza kukujia kama hekima kama ndoto kama maono lakini kumbuka kila mtu ako na ahadi ya upako wa roho mtakatifu that is the promise that's the promise that is the promise that the lord gave to every single christian that i shall send you a counselor when the lord ascends the holy spirit will descend and come down 
Mount. Hiyo ni ahadi ambayo Bwana alimpatia kila mtu ya kwamba nitawatumia mshauri. Ya kwamba baada ya mimi kupaa nitawatumia mshauri, msaidizi. Ezekiel 47 verse 3. Hebu tusome Ezekiel mlango 47 mstari wa 3. He says as the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then he led me through water that was ankle deep. Biblia inasema na alipotoka mtu yule mwenye uzi wa kupimia mkononi mwake kwenda mashariki akapima dhiraa elfu akanivusha maji yale maji yakafika mpaka viweko vya miguu he measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep he measured off another thousand and he led me through water that was waist deep that was at the waist kisha akapima dhiraa elfu akanivusha maji yale maji yakafika mpaka magoti kisha akapima dhira elf akanivusha maji yakafika mpaka viuno he measured off another thousand but now it was a river that i could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river that no one could cross he asked me son of man do you see this kisha akapima dhira elfu yakawa mto nisiweze kuvuka maana maji yamezidi maji ya kuogelea mto siovukika akaniambia mwanadamu Je, umeona haya? I want you to understand that when the Lord calls you as a Christian, nataka uelewe ya kwamba wakati Bwana anakuita kama Mkristo, He has already inbuilt in you an increased capacity to receive different levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit. Tayari amejenga ndani yako ile kiwango cha kupokea viwango mbalimbali ya upako. We saw that the Lord Jesus at the garden of Gethsemane when he was so weak in the flesh and he said the flesh is weak but the spirit is willing. We saw that the Holy Spirit led him to the cross and crucified him. Tunaona wakati Yesu alikuwa akiomba katika shamba la Gethsemane wakati alikuwa akisema ya kwamba mwili ni dhaifu lakini roho iradhi. Tunaona ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alimuongoza mpaka kule msalabani na kasulubishwa kule. And the Holy Spirit crucified the flesh there, the sinful flesh right there. Na Roho Mtakatifu and all the sin. Roho Mtakatifu akasulubisha mwili wa dhambi pale pamoja na dhambi zote. That essential represents the crucifixion of your flesh that will be taking place gradually at different levels when you begin to receive the Holy Spirit. Hiyo inawakilisha kusulubishwa kwa mwili wako ambayo itatendeka wakati utaanza kupokea Roho Mtakatifu. That's why the Bible says you are crucified with Christ. Your sinful nature has been crucified. Hiyo ndiyo kwa sababu Biblia inasema kwamba umesulubishwa na Yesu. Yaani utu wako wa dhambi umesulubishwa. And the Lord is telling you when you begin to receive the Lord when you have received the initial level of the anointing that tells you Jesus is Lord and you give your life to him that is just the beginning na bwana anasema ya kwamba wakati unapata hekima ya kukujulisha ya kwamba Yesu ni bwana alafu unampa maisha yako hiyo ni mwanzo tu and then he says the more you ask the more he begins to fill you in with the holy spirit and the more he is leading you to the cross the more he is crucifying of your sinful nature so you see he begins from ankle deep he moves to the next level the knee deep and he continues waist deep he went on later with you and then now it's a river you cannot cross those are the levels of crucifying out your flesh in other words purifying you breaking you and making you available to the lord sasa unaona ya kwamba anakupeleka katika viwango mbalimbali anakusulubisha alafu tunaona mara ya kwanza anakufikisha kwa viweko vya miguu 
alafu kwa magoti and then the waste alafu katika kiuno chako and then you find that it was a river that he could not cross alafu sasa unaona maji ni mengi ni mtoni ambaye hawezi kuvuka and that river is the life nourishing spirit of the lord the spirit that gives us eternal life na mto huo ni roho wa Mungu ambayo inatupa maisha ya milele and you see now because he could not cross if you try to cross you are going to flow in the direction of the current na sasa unaona ikiwa maji ni nyingi ni mtu hawezi kuvuka. Ukijaribu kuvuka maji itakuelekeza, hautajielekeza. Hautajielekeza. Maji itakuelekeza. Ukipita ndani ya maji mengi, maji itakubeba The Holy Spirit is always looking for a way of crucifying all your sinful nature so you can become a glorious vessel, a temple of the Holy Spirit like we see in 1 Corinthians and that means you are now flowing in complete obedience in the direction of the Roho mtakatifu kila mara anatafuta njia ya kukusulubisha ili uweze kukua chombo chenye utukuvu ili aweze kukuelekeza yeye mwenyewe jinsi tunaona katika kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza. And this is the spirit of the Lord that heals you that delivers you and this is the same spirit of the Lord that was promised to the latter church. Hii ndio roho wa Mungu ambayo inakukomboa na inakuponya na hii tena ndio roho wa Mungu ambayo iliaidiwa kwa ajili ya kanisa ya nyakati ya mwisho. Look at the river now that is the glorious latter church the Lord is coming to make in you to build up this the glorious latter church he talked about and this river is the same spirit that he promised in the book of Joel chapter 2 that in the latter days I will pour out my spirit na waangalia hiyo mto sasa hii ndio kanisa la nyakati za mwisho kanisa yenye utukufu na tena hii ndio nabii ambayo ilitolewa katika kitabu cha Joel mlango wa pili so i want the christian today to understand one thing nataka wakristo ambao wanasikiza waelewe kitu kimoja that you need to aspire to acquire different levels of anointing and higher levels of anointing of the holy spirit unafaa upate viwango tofauti tofauti vya upako wa roho mtakatifu you cannot just stay in the church and say now i've received the holy spirit is alright there are different levels there are higher levels he says i have built in you an increased capacity a propensity to receive enormous amount of the holy spirit so you can walk in complete obedience and be a holy vessel a latter church a glorious church a spotless bride that will go with the lord during the rapture nataka uelewe ya kwamba mpendwa mkristo Mungu ameumba ndani yako uwezo wa kupokea viwango mbalimbali vya upako usibaki katika ile hali ya utoto ili uwe biarusi ambaye hana mawa ambaye bwana Yesu atakuja kunyakua tena the church received the holy spirit in the initial phase kanisa inapokea roho mtakatifu and the church did not grow na kanisa haikukua The church did not grow did not aspire for increased levels of anointing. Kanisa haikuweza kujua na kuingia katika viwango tofauti tofauti vya upako. ndio maana unaona watu wanaingia kanisani na wanakaa pale kanisani na ugonjwa na magonjwa. Na tumejua kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ana uwezo wa kuponya katika jina That's why we see the false prophecies operating within the church as if there is no spirit of discernment within the church tunaona manabii wa uongo wanapenda kazi kanisani ni kana kwamba hakuna roho ya kufafanua because surely if the holy spirit were operating in the church and then quickly people see dreams even the christians will say no there is discernment the holy spirit is all knowing he is all knowing there is nothing he does not know he knows everything kwa sababu kweli kama kungekuwa na roho mtakatifu kanisani angewapa wakristo roho ya kutambua kuni nabii wa kweli ama ni wa uongo kungekuwa na ndoto fulani walikuwa wanakataa mafunzo fulani fulani wanasema hapana kwa sababu roho mtakatifu amejua yote when the church received the anointing at the uncle level the church remained infant at the uncle level baby church 
wakati kanisa ilipokea upako katika ile kiwango cha kufikia magoti na wakabaki pale na wakabaki katika ile hali ya utoto tu at the lower level the uncle level katika ile kiwango cha miguu chini kabisa so that means the church needs to prepare itself to receive the holy spirit he's always available sasa inamaanisha kanisa inafaa ijiandae ili wapokee roho mtakatifu kwa sababu roho mtakatifu anapatikana kila wakati he's always available if you ask the lord said if you ask my father has promised you biblia inasema ya kwamba ukiomba utapewa roho mtakatifu so it's very important that the church will begin to aspire the church is you the christian listening right now that you begin to ask for more and more anointing of the holy spirit to deliver you to give you wisdom to give you discernment to cause you to walk in holiness to cause you to prepare the glorious church for the lord ni wewe mkristo wewe ndio kanisa ni wewe unafaa muombe mungu akujaze na roho mtakatifu akupe ile roho ya kufafanua na aanze kukuongoza katika ile njia ya utakatifu ili uanze kutembea na mungu So it's extremely important that the church will be able to operate within the latter anointing. Na ni muhimu sana ili kanisa ianze kutenda kazi katika ile upako wa nyakati za mwisho. I want to finish with one segment here today. Nataka nimalize na sehemu fulani hapa. And again you have seen in the book of Ezekiel 47. Tena tumeona katika kitabu cha Ezekiel mlango wa 47 that actually there are increased levels of anointing and now you Christians at home I want you to go ahead and just begin asking the Lord for increased levels of anointing. Please go ahead and ask him. Go down on your knees say I want to meet you Holy Spirit today. Can you please anoint me? I know that there's another level. I know that there's a glorious level. I want to be the spotless bride. I know that since you wrote it in the Bible, that means it is possible to attain the stature of a fully mature Christian, a spotless and glorious bride. Wapendo wasikizaji ningependa tu niwasihi hapo nyumbani ulipo ningependa upige tu magoti na uombe Mwenyezi Mungu muambie kwamba Mungu ni jaza na Roho Mtakatifu nimeelewa ya kwamba kuna kiwango kingine cha upako wa Roho Mtakatifu kuna kile kiwango cha ukomavu niwezeshe tu ili niweze kukua miongoni mwa wale ambao watakuwa watakatifu na watanyakuliwa I want to look at the role of the Holy Spirit Nataka tuangalie kazi ama juhudi ya Roho Mtakatifu within the triunity of God katika utu wa utatu wa Mungu to introduce you something very interesting here Nataka nikujulishe kitu cha maana hapa sana The Holy Spirit was involved in creation Roho Mtakatifu alihusika katika uumbaji I know because of the infancy in the church the youth in the church because of the young nature of the church Ninajua ya kwamba kwa sababu ya utoto kanisani Many times most Christians think the Holy Spirit only came during the time of the Pentecost Wakristo wengi huwa wanafikiria kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alikuja tu wakati wa Pentecost But I want you to know that servants of the Lord like David operated under the anointing of the holy spirit nataka ujue watumishi wa Mungu kama Daudi walifanya kazi chini ya upako wa Roho Mtakatifu I wanted to know that Elijah and Moses and Elisha and the prophets Jeremiah Isaiah Ezekiel they operated under the anointing of the holy spirit nataka ujue watumishi wa Mungu kama Ezekiel Elijah na wengine wote walifanya kazi chini ya upako wa Roho Mtakatifu so the holy spirit has been there and I want to introduce one concept to you today the reason I'm doing this is because I want you to understand how enormous how big the holy spirit is na nataka ujue ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alikuwa na kwa sababu nafunza hii nataka uelewe ukuu wa Roho Mtakatifu. And the reason for teaching this is so you may be able to learn that without the Holy Spirit you are heading nowhere. Sababu ya mafunzo haya ni ikujulishe ya kwamba bila Roho Mtakatifu hauendi popote. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit was involved in creation. The book of Genesis chapter 1 let's go there. Nataka ujue ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alihusika katika uumbaji. Tusome kitabu cha mwanzo. Genesis chapter 1. Mwanzo mlango wa kwanza. Genesis chapter 1. 
mlango wa kwanza mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza hadi wa tatu the role of the holy spirit in creation hebu tuone kazi ya roho mtakatifu katika uumbaji and he says in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth biblia inasema hapo mwanzo mungu aliziumba mbingu na nchi now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the water Nayo inchi ilikuwa ukiwa tena utupu na giza lililokuwa juu ya uso wa vilindi vya maji roho ya Mungu akatulia juu ya uso wa maji That is the Holy Spirit of the Lord Huyo ni roho mtakatifu wa Mungu The Holy Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the surface of the deep Roho mtakatifu wa Mungu akatulia juu ya uso wa maji That is in the beginning Hiyo ni mwanzo pale mwanzo So in the beginning the Holy Spirit was involved in creation also He's not just a new phenomenon like people say many times Christians have thought he is a New Testament church phenomenon No the Holy Spirit he is eternal you cannot survive without the Holy Spirit Roho mtakatifu alihusika katika uumbaji hapo mwanzo Roho mtakatifu alikuwa Roho mtakatifu hakutokea baada ya agano jipya kama jinsi wa Kristo wanafikiria kwamba Roho mtakatifu alitokea katika agano jipya na agano la kale Roho mtakatifu yuko Roho mtakatifu ni wa umilele hauwezi kupima is very powerful yeah ana nguvu nyingi and I'm going to bring you to a place where you understand not only was he involved in creation sio tu ya kwamba alihusika katika uumbaji but he brought you jesus na tena alikuletea yesu and then he also anointed jesus for the mission alafu akampaka yesu mafuta kwa ajili na akamsaidia yesu katika huduma and he crucified jesus na akamsulubisha yesu and then he resurrected jesus from the dead alafu akamfufua yesu kutoka kwa kifo and now he's available for us na sasa anapatikana kwa ajili yetu you will begin to understand that you need the holy spirit you cannot walk with jesus without the holy spirit utaanza kuelewa kwamba hauwezi kutembea na yesu bila roho mtakatifu the reason the holy spirit has led me to teach this to you sababu roho mtakatifu ameniongoza so you may know him more ili umjue zaidi and fear him more na umuogope zaidi and want to know him to receive him more na utake sana kumpokea sana because you'll begin to understand that you cannot survive kwa without him kwa sababu utaanza kuelewa ya kwamba hauwezi kuendelea bila yeye book of psalm 104 verse 30 tusome zaburi mlango wa moja na nne mstari wa 30 the holy spirit in creation roho mtakatifu katika uumbaji 29 says when you hide your face they are terrified when you take away their breath they die and return to dust verse 30 says when you send your spirit they are created and you renew the face of the earth when you send your spirit they are created the holy spirit of god was involved in creation Biblia is creating you creating the heaven and the earth. Biblia inasema ya kwamba wewe waficha uso wako, wao wanafadhaika. Waiondoa pumzi yao wanakufa na kuyarudia mavumbi yao. Waipeleka roho yako na wanaumbwa. Nawe waufanya upya uso wa nchi. When you send your spirit that is the spirit of the living God when you send your spirit they are created and you renew the face of the earth Biblia inasema kwamba the Holy Spirit is very powerful he is very huge he is eternal we don't know where eternity begins from and ends 
He is absolutely necessary. I don't know why many Christians have thought they can live and walk with Jesus without the Holy Spirit. I think if there's anything, this is the most important teaching ever to the Christians. Biblia nasema waipeleka roho yako wanaumbwa nawe waufanya upya uso wa inchi wapendo wasikizaji Roho Mtakatifu ana nguvu zote. Sielewi venye Mkristo anaweza kumfuata Yesu bila Roho Mtakatifu. The foundations are wrong here. Msingi ni mbaya hapa. How did we not know that the Holy Spirit is basic is so important we cannot even avoid him. Kwa nini hatukujua ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ni muhimu sana hatuwezi hata kujitenga naye? You cannot run away from the Hauwezi kumtoroka. You cannot even see the Lord. You cannot walk in holiness without the Lord. Hauwezi hata kumuona Bwana. Hauwezi kutembea katika utakatifu bila Roho Mtakatifu. How can you see the Lord? How can you walk in holiness without the Lord? Unawezaje kutembea katika utakatifu bila Roho Mtakatifu? Because he says whoever looks at a woman and lusts at her has fallen already. Kwa sababu anasema yeyote ambaye anamwangalia tu mwanamke na mtamani tayari ameanguka. And that means that's very clear. You begin to understand that it is impossible for you in the flesh to walk in holiness because in the flesh there is a lot of provocation. The devil is hitting at you. Women in miniskirts, people calling you, people intimidating you, people trying to make you fall. Only the Holy Spirit can change your eyes so you look at them with the eyes of the Lord. Sasa unatambua ya kwamba hauwezi kutembea katika utakatifu bila Roma takatifu kwa sababu ukitembea katika utakatifu ukiwa ndani ya mwili mwili imejawa na tamaa ukiangalia wasichana wamevalia miniskirt watajaribu sana kukuvuta na watajaribu sana kukuangusha na watakuangusha kwa sababu mwili imejawa na tamaa roho mtakatifu ndiye atakuwezesha utembee katika roho the church has fallen because the church did not receive the next level of the anointing of the holy spirit kanisa limeanguka kwa sababu kanisa halikupokea kiwango kingine cha upako wa roho mtakatifu because the next level of the anointing gets rid of sin kwa sababu kiwango kingine cha upako wa Roho Mtakatifu inatutenga na dhambi. And now I've just shown you here that actually the Holy Spirit is not a new phenomenon. He has been there since eternity and I'm going to show you that he brought you Jesus so you can fear him. Many Christians have tried to avoid living through the Holy Spirit. Na sasa nataka nikujulisha kwamba Roho Mtakatifu sio mtu tu mpya ambaye alikuja katika gano jipya. Roho Mtakatifu amekuwa tangu mwanzo. Na nataka nikueleze kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alikuletea Yesu ili uishi The book of Genesis chapter 2 the Holy Spirit still involved in creation as part of the Trinity of God. Tuangalie kitabu cha mwanzo mlango wa pili. Roho Mtakatifu bado anahusika katika uumbaji as part of the trinity of god kama sehemu ya utatu wa mungu again the book of genesis chapter 2 verse 7 mwanzo mlango wa pili mstari wa 7 it says the lord formed man from the dust the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being that is his spirit he breathed his spirit into the nostrils of man Biblia inasema Bwana Mungu akamfanya mtu kwa mavumbi ya ardhi, akampulizia pwani pumzi ya uhai, mtu akawa nafsi hai. Huyo ni Roho Mtakatifu, alimpulizia Roho Mtakatifu ndani yake na akampa uhai. That is the spirit of the Lord. Hiyo ni Roho wa Bwana. He breathed his spirit in man and then there was life in man. The Holy Spirit was involved in your creation somebody. Aliwapulizia wanadamu roho yake. Why have you thought that the Holy Spirit is something you can sideline? He 
is a person, he is God. He is part of the triunity of God. He is very necessary. The Christians need to learn to worship the Holy Spirit. You need to praise the Holy Spirit. You need to speak with the Holy Spirit like you speak to part of the triunity. Like you speak with the Father. You need to worship Him like you worship Jesus. You need to be able to come before the Holy Spirit and speak with Him. Worship Him. Talk to Him. Tell Him you cannot survive without Him. Why have Christians not worship the Holy Spirit? He crucified Jesus And then he raised Jesus from the dead And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead He is the one going to raise you from the dead Why do you think can avoid him? I am teaching this so I want you to fear him As part of God So when you fear him You will begin to understand the scripture that says Your body is the only temple of the Holy Spirit And because you will have feared him You cannot even bring prostitution into your body Immorality into your body You cannot even lie with your tongue the church has not understood the person of the Holy Spirit. It's time for the church to mature wrong. It's time for the church to change the foundations. Foundations are wrong. They are placing the person of the Holy Spirit as a subsidiary. Some may get him, some may not get him. Tumefanya utu wa roo mtakatifu kama ni kitu kucha kawaida Tumefomba uneza kumpokea ama ukose kumpokea na unaendelea We are finishing with the role of the Holy Spirit in creation Tunamaliza na kazi ya roo mtakatifu katika umbaji Job 33 verse 4 Kitabu cha Ayub mlangu wa 33 mstari wa 4 I am making you understand how important the Holy Spirit has been and still is and will be. That's why you see that there is a river flowing from the throne room of God into the new Jerusalem, the city of God that does not need sunlight. And that city is the future city. But that is the life-giving spirit of the Lord going into the future. You still need Him there. Na wiyo ni ro mtakatifu wa mungu ambaya napeana maisha ambaya naenda katika nyakati zetu za usoni. Job chapter 33 verse 4. Kitabu cha Ayubu mlangu wa 33 mstari wa ine. He says the spirit of God has made me. Anasema ya kwamba ro wa mungu wa menifanya. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Pungsi wa mungu inanipa uhai. It is He the person of the Holy Spirit That is the Spirit of the Lord He is the one that actually made you and gave you the breath of life Why have you behaved as if you don't need Him? Why have you blasphemed Him in the way you've led your life as a Christian? Why have you sidelined Him? Many Christians have not even worshipped the Holy Spirit. Some churches have not even taught the Holy Spirit. How can you separate the Holy Spirit from the throne of the Father? The Holy Spirit comes from the Father's throne. And the Holy Spirit is the executive power that has been given authority to prepare you as the church for Christ. Na Roma takatifu ni nguvu ambayo amepewa mamlaka kukuandaa kwa ajili ya Yesu.
Without the Holy Spirit you have no resurrection. Bila Roho Mtakatifu hauna ufufuo. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate power. Roho Mtakatifu ndiye nguvu. We need to worship the Holy Spirit. Tunafaa tumwabudu Roho Mtakatifu. You need to praise the Holy Spirit. Tunafaa tumsifu Roho Mtakatifu. He is part of the triune unity of God. Yeye ni sehemu ya utatu wa Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us look at the role of the Holy Spirit in bringing you Christ. Hebu tuangalie uh, kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu kwa kukuletea Roho. Jinsi alikuletea Yesu. So you can be able to fear the Holy Spirit. Ili uogope The book of Luke chapter 1 Tuangalie Luka mlango wa kwanza verse 26 wa 26 The Holy Spirit bringing you Jesus Roho mtakatifu anakuletea Yesu verses 26 to 38 Tusome In the sixth month God sent angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man called Joseph a descendant of David The virgin's name was Mary. Biblia inasema ya kwamba mwezi wa sita malaika Gabrieli alitumwa na Mungu kwenda mpaka mji wa Galilaya jina lake Nazareti kwa mwanamwali bikira aliyekuwa ameposwa na mtu jina lake Yusufu wa mbari ya Daudi. Verse 28. The angel went to her and said, "Greetings to you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you." Alafu akaingia nyumbani kwake akasema Salamu uliyepewa neema bwana yupo pamoja nanyi Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be Naye Maria akafadhaika sana kwa ajili ya maneno yake akawaza moyoni salamu hii ni ya namna gani But the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary you have found favor with God Na malaika akamwambia usiogope Mariamu kwa maana umepata neema kwa Mungu You will be with a child and give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus. Tazama utachukua mimba na kuzaa mtoto mwanamume na jina lake utamuita Yesu. He will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Biblia inasema kwamba huyo atakuwa mkuu ataitwa mwana wa aliyejuu na bwana Mungu atampa kiti cha enzi cha Daudi baba yake ataimiliki nyumba ya Yakobo hata milele na ufalme wake utakuwa hauna mwisho. 34 he said, How will this be? Mary asked the angel since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will shatter you. And so the holy one to be born will be called the son of God. Hallelujah. The holy spirit of Jehovah God would overshadow you and then the holy one to be born will be called the son of the most high God. Biblia inasema Mariamu akamwambia malaika, "Litakuwaje neno hili maana sijui mume?" Malaika akajibu akamwambia ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu atakujilia juu yako na nguvu zake aliye juu zitakufunika kama kivuli kwa sababu hicho kitakachozaliwa kitaitwa kitakatifu mwana wa Mungu. So you begin to understand that the Holy Spirit brought Jesus. Sasa tunaelewa kwamba Roho Mtakatifu alimleta Yesu and placed him in the womb of a virgin girl. Na akamuweka katika tumbo ya bikira. How can you fail to worship the Holy Spirit? Unawezaje kukosa kumwabudu Roho Mtakatifu? How can you fail to know the Holy Spirit? Unawezaje kutojua Roho Mtakatifu? And yet he brought you Jesus. Na aliwaletea Yesu. What a mighty Holy Spirit we are talking about here. Roho Mtakatifu mkuu kesi gani tunamwelekea? He is absolutely necessary in the complete blueprint that God had for you. 
salvation. Yeye ndiye alihusika sana kwa kuleta uokovu kwako wewe. You see what I'm saying? Unaona chini nasema hapa? So the Holy Spirit is very important. Sasa Roho Mtakatifu ni muhimu sana. The Holy Spirit is the one actually that brought you Christ Jesus the darling of your heart, the darling of our hearts, the darling of heaven. Roho Mtakatifu ndiye alikuletea Yesu Kristo mpendo wa mbinguni, mpendo wa moyo wetu. Because of time let us go to the next thing how the holy spirit was involved in the crucifixion of Christ Tena nataka kufunza jinsi Roho Mtakatifu alihusika katika kumsulubisha Yesu The Holy Spirit in the crucifixion of Christ Roho Mtakatifu katika kusulubisha Yesu The book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 somebody Tusome kitabu cha Waibrania mlango wa 9 mstari wa 14 mtu Hallelujah I'm reading now How much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God cleanse our consciences from the acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God the spirit of the lord led Christ into crucifixion into death for you that's what he's telling you here again i repeat this he says how much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself through the eternal spirit of the lord he offered himself to you without the holy spirit you are finished you are nothing you are no way out Biblia inasema basi si zaidi damu yake Kristo ambaye kwamba kwa roho wa milele alijitoa nafsi yake kwa Mungu kuwa sadaka isiyo na mawa atawasafisha dhamiri zenu na matendo mafu mpate kumwabudu Mungu aliye hai Hallelujah and you see that it is he the Holy Spirit ni Roho Mtakatifu he is the one that brought you Christ yeye alikuletea Yesu and then crucified him alafu akamsulubisha This was part of the prophetic destiny, the prophetic timing, the prophetic time frame for your deliverance, for your salvation, for your redemption. Hii ilikuwa ni sehemu ya unabii ya hatima yako kwa ajili ya ukombozi wako. Kwa that when he brought Jesus to the cross. Na tunaona ya kwamba wakati alimleta Yesu pale msalabani. He essentially was showing you the way, the way to the Father. Alikuwa akikuonyesha njia ya kuelekea kwa Baba. The Lord Jesus came from glory. He is too holy. He is very holy. Yesu Kristo alitoka kutoka kwa utukufu. Yeye ni mtakatifu. But he came the Holy Spirit brought him here to show you the way. Roho mtakatifu alimleta hapa ili akuonyeshe Unawezaje kukosa kumjua Roho mtakatifu? Let this church mature up today. Waacha kanisa hii ikomee. Waacha kanisa hii ianze kubadilisha maombi yake. Aanze kunena na utu wa Roho mtakatifu. Aanze kumwabudu Roho mtakatifu. Na waamwambie Roho mtakatifu. Katika jina la Yesu. Tafadhali unipake mafunzo nataka kuona Mungu. Sababu unataka kujua kwamba yeye ndiye kazi ambaye atakufanya. Alimleta Yesu ili akuonyeshe njia. Alimweka Yesu Hakuna yote Hakuna mtu anayeweza kumjua Mungu bila kupitia msalabani. Na yeye tu ndiye alimpeleka Yesu msalabani ili ujue njia. Msingi ni mbaya. Lazima uyabadilishe. I mean that is if you want to see the Lord. Kama unataka kumuona Bwana. You have to begin understanding that there is a greater responsibility in being a Christian. Unafaa uelewe ya kwamba kuna juhudi kubwa kwa kuwa Mkristo. The Holy Spirit is very powerful. Roho Mtakatifu ana nguvu zote. We've just seen here. Tumeona tu hapa that he led the Lord to the cross. Ya kwamba alimuongoza Bwana msalabani. And he crucified all sin on the cross. Na akasulubisha dhambi zote pale msalabani 
And that's why you see that when you are baptized, the Holy Spirit is so instrumental in killing your flesh and bearing you with Christ so you can resurrect with Christ to begin the spiritual sanctification. He is an absolute necessity. You cannot walk with Christ without the Holy Spirit. Let us look at how he crucified sin. The book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 14 and then I'll bring it how the Holy Spirit resurrected Christ let us fear the Holy Spirit no wonder you cannot blaspheme the Holy Spirit you cannot blaspheme the Holy Spirit if you are writing at home somebody if you are writing you can write the following you read at home later the book of Galatians chapter 3 verses 1 to 2 Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 to 14 Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6 Galatians chapter 5 verses 24 to 25 Romans chapter 7 verses 4 to 6 Romans chapter 8 verse 24 and all that but the most important thing here is that you see that after the Holy Spirit brought the Lord Jesus the cross he was involved in crucifying the sinful desires of man that is what these scriptures are emphasizing so the Lord was showing you the way to crucify your flesh the way to get rid of the sinful nature you inherited from Adam it is through the cross and so you see these things happening at the cross we can just read one the book of Galatians chapter 5 verses 24 24 and 25 he says those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, envying, and so on. But remember one thing. He's talking about those who belong to Christ Jesus. That is you, the Christians. He says, you have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires. And he says, now you should keep in step with the Spirit of the Lord. That's why it amazes me when the Holy Spirit says, this is the moment for repentance. And holiness. And I'm surprised that at times even some people can even argue about it and I'm wondering, then why haven't they kept in step with the Holy Spirit? I wonder why they have not kept in step with the Holy Spirit. That's what he says here. So it's very important for the church to be in step with the Holy Spirit. Because only the Holy Spirit can reveal to us the prophetic time frame. 
kwa sababu ni Roho Mtakatifu tu ndiye anaweza kutufunulia nyakati za kiunabii. Only he the person of the Holy Spirit. Ni yeye utu wa Roho Mtakatifu. Can be able to alert us where we are at towards the end. Ambaye anaweza kutuonya penye tuko tukielekea mwisho. We also know that actually if we are walking in step with the Holy Spirit. Na pia tunajua kwamba tukipiga hatua na Roho Mtakatifu, repentance is something nobody can ever talk against. No one can talk against repentance at all if we are in step with the Holy Spirit. Repentance is always a necessity. Kama tunapiga hatua na Roho Mtakatifu, toba ni kitu ambacho haifai mtu yawaye yote apinge. Repentance is the only gospel we were given by our Lord Jesus. Toba ndiyo injili ya kipekee ambayo tulipewa na Bwana wetu Yesu. And holiness is a basic foundation na utakatifu ni msingi mkuu because without holiness you are wasting a lot of time you will not see the lord kwa sababu bila utakatifu unapoteza muda wako hautaona bwana why would someone even ever think of contesting such a message of repentance sasa unashangaa kwa nini mtu anaweza kupinga ujumbe wa toba what god plans to do chenye Mungu ameandaa kufanya mipanga no hakuna mtu anaweza kuzuia That's why you see despite the opposition now the whole nation of Kenya is swept by repentance and holiness. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu everybody wants holiness. I want to repent. I want to live holy. Yeah. I want to see the Lord. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu licha ya mapingamizi ambayo inaendelea, Roho Mtakatifu anafagia taifa hili na toba. Surely what God plans to do. Kweli kabisa chenye Mungu amepanga no kutenda. Kuna mwanadamu anaweza kuzuia kwa sababu sisi ni viumbe vya muumba. So he's saying here that if we are born again. Sasa anasema hapa ya kwamba tukiwa tumeokoka We are supposed to crucify the flesh and the sinful desires and the passions of the sinful desire of the sinful flesh on the cross. Tunafaa tusulubishe mwili na hata tamaa za dhambi pale msalabani. When we crucify that then we can be able now to walk as glorious vessels preparing for the coming of the Lord. Tukisulubisha hivyo vyote sasa tutakuwa tunatembea kama vyombo vyenye utukufu tukijiandaa kwa ajili ya Bwana. Tuangalie jinsi Roho Mtakatifu alimfufua Yesu. After he brought him and crucified him. Baada ya kumleta na kumsulubisha. Book of Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Tuangalie kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa nane mstari wa moja. How he resurrected Christ. Jinsi alifufua Yesu after he brought him to the cross. Baada ya kumtoa msalabani. Romans 8:11 I'm reading it says and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who lives in you again I'm repeating this is it and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who lives in you that means the spirit of the lord is the one that raised Christ from the dead and you are depending on the same spirit to raise you from the dead you see that that is the resurrection power that Jesus gave you through the holy spirit Biblia inasema lakini ikiwa roho yake yeye aliyemfufua Yesu katika wafu anakanda ni yenu yeye aliyemfufua Kristo Yesu katika wafu ataiwisha na miili yenu iliyo katika hali ya kufa kwa roho wake anayekanda ni yenu inamaanisha kwamba Roho wa Mungu alimfufua Yesu. Wazi kabisa hapa. The Holy Spirit that raised Jesus is the one going to raise you. Roho mtakatifu ambaye alimfufua Yesu ndiye atakufufua wewe pia. I am just trying to make sure you understand the importance of the Holy Spirit in your life as a Christian. Ninajaribu tu kukufunza umuhimu wa Roho mtakatifu katika maisha yako kama Mkristo. Why did the Lord cause me to teach this? Ni kwa nini Mungu alinifanya nifunze haya? Because he realized there is the side lining 
there is the absence of the person of the Holy Spirit within the lives of the Christians. And that is tremendous because they will miss the rapture. They will definitely miss the rapture if they don't receive the Holy Spirit and walk in holiness. Ni kwa sababu Bwana alitambua ya kwamba kuna ukosefu wa utu wa Roho Mtakatifu katika maisha ya Ukristo na ni muhimu sana kwa sababu Mungu aliona ya kwamba watakosa unyakuzi wa Yesu. You see what I'm saying? Unaona chini nasema. So it's very very important that we understand that the Holy Spirit is always necessary. Tunafaa tuelewe ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu kila mara ni wa muhimu. He is extremely necessary to you. Yeye ni wa muhimu kwako wewe. And remember he is the one that empowered Christ. Nakumbuka yeye ndiye alimpa nguvu Yesu. He empowered Christ to be able to go into the wilderness and overcome the devil. Yeye ndiye alimpa Yesu nguvu ya kuenda kule nyikani na kumshinda shetani. How come you want to overcome the devil without the Holy Spirit? Wewe unawezaje kumshinda shetani bila Roho Mtakatifu? And when you come from the world and enter the church and you don't receive the Holy Spirit, your identity has not changed. You have just transferred the world into the church. Kama umetoka ulimwenguni ukaingia kanisani na kitambulisho chako akijebadilisha wewe haujebadilika bado wewe umeleta tu dunia kanisani. And that's why I had to go through every single detail that I went through today at depth so you can understand the initial blueprint the initial meaning of anointing of the Holy Spirit when God was talking to Moses and so you can be able to understand the different characters the change in identity that you are supposed to go through when you become a Christian and receive the Holy Spirit the change of identity and so you can begin to question have i changed identity hii ndio kwa sababu tumejifunza mafunzo haya yote ili uelewe umuhimu na maana ya kujazwa na upako wa roho mtakatifu kupakwa mafuta na roho mtakatifu na ili ujue jinsi wewe unabadilisha kitambulisho chako wakati unapakwa mafuta na roho mtakatifu na ujiulize ya kwamba je na mimi nimepakwa mafuta na roho mtakatifu nimepokea upako wa roho mtakatifu ama namna gani and so the question is have i changed identity na swali ndio hili nimebadilisha kitambulisho changu ama namna gani if you look at yourself and you see the same you the mirror image of you that was in the world Something is wrong with that foundation of salvation that you've Ukijiangalia kwenye kio na uone ni wewe tu ambaye ulikuwa kule ulimwenguni basi kuna kitu kibaya. I went through spiritual mirror. Nilipitia miri ya kiroho. And then I went through spiritual cinnamon. Na pia nilipitia cinnamon ya kiroho. And then I went through calamus the spiritual calamus. Na pia nilipitia calamus za kiroho. And I went through the oil itself and cassia all of them. Na pia nilipitia mafuta na hata mtu wa mzeituni and I was talking to you about what the attribute that the Holy Spirit will bring to you relating to this plan here the blueprint that God had for the anointing of men by the Holy Spirit na sasa pia tukajifunza tabia ambazo Roho Mtakatifu atakuletea tukizifananisha ama tukizilinganisha na upako wa Roho Mtakatifu. And the reason I brought this so you can be able to re-examine yourself because now we are moving to the latter days. We are in the latter days. We are moving towards the end. Examine yourself. Am I mature? Have I changed my identity? Am I going to qualify? Blessed are you that are tuned in because now you can re-examine yourself. Be real to yourself and your God. Kneel down in the corner alone somewhere and tell him Lord I think I did not receive your Holy Spirit. Na tumejifunza haya yote ili wewe uweze kujichunguza na ujiangalie na wewe mwenyewe usawazishe njia zako na Mungu. Piga magoti ukiwa peke yako, umuulize Mungu kama kweli mimi nimejazwa na Roho Mtakatifu au namna gani na ujirekebishe. The book of Second Peter somebody. Tusome kitabu cha Petero wa pili. Let's see how important the Holy Spirit has been to you. Hebu tuone umuhimu wa Roho Mtakatifu katika maisha yako. And you should not even realize these things. Na hata haukuelewa mambo haya. The book of Second Peter chapter 1. Waraka wa pili wa Petero mlango wa kwanza. I'm reading verse 21. Nasoma mstari wa 20. 
He gave you the word of God. Alikupa neno la Mungu. He created you. Alikuumba. And then he helped the prophets. He navigated them in the Old Testament. Na akakuletea manabii katika agano la kale. In the New Testament. Hata katika agano jipya. But most important listen to what I'm saying. He created you. Akakuumba. And then he brought you Jesus. Akakuletea Yesu. He led Jesus the cross. Akamuongoza Yesu msalabani. He raised Jesus from the dead. Akamfufua Yesu kutoka katika kifo. He raised you from the dead. Na atakufufua wewe pia kutoka katika kifo. Help you look at what he has done. Lakini akusaidie. He brought you even the word of God. Akakuletea hata neno la Mungu. So you can have a reference, a manual for your life how to receive him. How to walk with the Lord? How to get to the Lord? Ili uweze kupata kiongozo cha maisha yako jinsi ya kumpokea jinsi ya kutembea na Bwana. The book of 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 21. Waraka wa pili wa Petero mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 21. For prophecy never heard its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So everything this book of prophets the Bible everything that is written here was inspired by the Holy Spirit the prophets spoke as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit did not only bring create you bring you Jesus lead Jesus to the ministry until he accomplished the ministry bring him the cross and then resurrect him but he also gave you the book the bible the word of god this book here biblia inasema maana unabii haukuletwa popote kwa mapenzi ya mwanadamu bali wanadamu walinena yaliyotoka kwa Mungu wakiongozwa na roho mtakatifu sasa tunaona roho mtakatifu hakuhusika tu kwa kukuumba wewe bali alihusika hata kwa kukuletea biblia neno la Mungu and so look at what the word does after he gives it to you Hebu angalia chenye neno linafanya baada ya kukupatia. He wrote the word. Akaandika neno. So he is very important you cannot sideline him like I've seen in this church. Yeye ni muhimu sana, huwezi kumtenga jinsi nimeona katika kanisa hili. I've seen many Christians living as if they don't understand, they don't know the Holy Spirit. Nimeona wakristo wengi wakiishi ni kama wamwelewa. They are becoming modern Christians. Wanakuwa wakristo kanisani. How can you have immorality in the church? How can you last? How can you be in the spirit of lust? when you have received the holy spirit unawezaje unawezaje kuingiwa na roho ya tamaa kama umempokea roho mtakatifu and look at this now hebu angalia hii sasa so it's important that you understand this teaching so you can understand that the holy spirit is so mighty so powerful you cannot survive without him and so you can begin now to move towards receiving him ni vizuri uelewe mafunzo haya ili ujue kwamba roho mtakatifu ni mkuu hauwezi kuendelea bila ye I want just to read the next part of the Holy Spirit helping you with the word. Let's see what the word does after he gives it to you. Hebu tuangalie chenye neno inafanya baada ya kupewa. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebu tusome Waibrania mlango wa 4 mstari wa 12. He says for the word of God is living and active sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even dividing souls and spirits, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Biblia inasema katika kitabu cha Waibrania mlango wa 4 mstari wa 12 ya kwamba maana neno la Mungu lihai tena lina nguvu tena lina ukali kuliko upanga wao wote ukatao kuwili tena la choma hata kuzigawanya nafsi na roho na viungu na mafuta yaliyomo ndani yake tena lije pesi kuyatambua mawazo na makusudi ya moyo it is he the person of the holy spirit ni utu wa Roho Mtakatifu that gave life to the word that inspired the servants of the Lord to write. That's why in the name of Jesus. Hiyo kwa sababu katika jina la Yesu, you can go and read this word to a sick person and they are healed by the Holy Spirit. Unaweza kuwasomea wagonjwa neno hili na wanaponywa na Roho Mtakatifu. This word is the living word. 
Neno hili ni neno ambayo lihai. The living spirit of the Lord resides in this word. Roho mtakatifu wa Mungu ambaye anaishi apo katika neno hili. So in finishing I want you to understand one thing. Tukimaliza nataka uelewe kitu kimoja hapa. You need to receive the Holy Spirit if you want to see the rapture. Unafaa mpokee Roho Mtakatifu kama unataka unyakuliwe na The Holy Spirit is very critical. You cannot even walk with Christ if you have not received the Holy Spirit. Roho Mtakatifu ni wa maana uwezi hata kutembea na Yesu kama hujapokea Roho Mtakatifu. Because the Bible says in the book of 1 Peter I remember very well. Kwa sababu Biblia inasema katika kitabu cha Petero wa kwanza nakumbuka vizuri. This is what he says the book of 1 Peter. Kitabu cha Petero wa kwanza chapter 2 mlango wa pili verse 4 mstari wa 4. He says as you come to him the living stone rejected by men but chosen by God and precious to him you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices accepted to God through Christ Jesus Biblia inasema muendee yeye jiwe lililo hai lililokataliwa na wanadamu bali kwa Mungu ni teule lenye heshima ninyi nanyi kama mawe yaliyo hai mmejengwa muwe nyumba ya roho ukuhani mtakatifu mtoe dhabihu za roho zinazokubaliwa na Mungu kwa njia ya Yesu Kristo and verse 7 is very powerful he says now to you who believe this stone is precious but to those who do not believe the stone hallelujah is a reject they have not accepted this stone as precious Biblia inasema katika mstari wa saba ya kwamba basi heshima hii ni kwenu ninyi mnaoamini bali kwao wasioamini jiwe walilo likataa waashi limekuwa jiwe kuu la pembeni You cannot walk with the Lord Jesus if you don't receive the Holy Spirit. Hauwezi kutembea na Bwana Yesu kama hautampokea Roho Mtakatifu. Because we see very clearly that the Lord Jesus is the stone that was rejected by men. Kwa sababu tunaona wazi kwamba Bwana Yesu ni jiwe ambalo lilikataliwa na wanadamu. And yet if you don't receive the Holy Spirit. Na usipompokea Roho Mtakatifu. I know most of you Christians you don't like rejection. Najua nyinyi wa Kristo wengi wenu hawataki kukataliwa. So one rejection and you're making a lot of noise you even want to leave church. Ukikataliwa tu mara moja unapika kelele na unataka hata kutoka kanisani. My children say I should not go to church. My children say I'm becoming so religious. I should not go to that church teaching holiness. My family, my husband says you fear rejection and yet we know that our Lord faced rejection. He is the stone that was rejected and if you're going to walk with him, you too like believing stones are being built into a spiritual house. You too are going to be rejected. Only the Holy Spirit can give you courage to walk in the midst of rejection. Wapendo wa Kristo wengi wameogopa kukataliwa. Wakikataliwa tu kidogo wanaanza kunungunika na kulalamika na kusema oh mke wangu hataki niende kanisani unatoroka na hakika Yesu pia alikataliwa alikuwa jiwe ambaye alikataliwa na sasa amefanyika la maana hata wewe ukimpokea Yesu na utembee na Yesu utakataliwa na ni Yesu tu ndiye anaweza kukupa nguvu ya kupita katika hiyo hali ya kukataliwa So I want you to understand that only the Holy Spirit can help you to withstand the rejection that Jesus went through which you are supposed to go through because Jesus showed you the way to the Father. Nataka the way to the Father is through rejection. The world will not approve of you definitely. Nataka ujue ya kwamba ni Roho Mtakatifu peke yake ndiye anaweza kukupa nguvu ya kupitia hali ya kukataliwa. Yesu pia alikataliwa. Njia ya kwenda kwa Mungu ni kukataliwa kama venye Yesu alikataliwa. So the only way you can get to the Father through which to reach the Father is the way that the lord showed us again he said i am the way the truth and the life and if he was rejected there is no way you are going to be approved of yesu alisema yeye ndiye njia ya kwenda kwa baba na kama yeye alikataliwa hata wewe hautaepuka kukataliwa so it's very important for you to understand that the same spirit of the lord 
that navigated Jesus that helped the Lord to survive through rejection is the same spirit that is coming to help you so you can be able to withstand rejection to focus your eyes on the prize, on the cross, on the Father, on the rapture, on the kingdom of heaven, on heavenly things. Many of you just missing sugar at home. You are making noise. You are saying, since I went to this church, I have lost my income. I am losing my job. My friends don't like me. You are complaining instead of giving glory to the Lord because He is building your faith. He is passing you through trials. Remember the olive tree can survive in drought. Forty years the olive tree is still there. It matures very slowly. Those are the forty days of night. The forty years in the days that Moses walking with them. That is the period of suffering. That's the forty, the number forty that he is passing you through. So you can build your faith. And you can be able to transition into where the Lord wants you to be in glory. So you can be able to pass through and build your faith and be mature. And be able to see the Father. Otherwise you will not see the Father. The Holy Spirit is an absolute necessity. Absolute necessity. Absolutely necessary. Utajua ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu peke yake ndiye anaweza kukupatia nguvu ya kustahimili kukataliwa. Wakati unaendelea kukataliwa, toweka mtazamo wako kwake Mungu, utaweka mtazamo wako kwake Yesu Kristo, au utatoroka, au utarudi nyuma kwa sababu umekataliwa. Na tunajua ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ndiye atakuwezesha kama mzaituni. Mzaituni ni mti ambao ungeweza kustahimili hata kama ukame na ingeweza kukua pole pole katika ukame na iweze kuitamimilia hata kama kuna ukame mimea zingine zinakufa lakini mzeituni ingeweza kuendelea kukua roho mtakatifu the Lord Jesus had a girlfriend. Such a thing would have never even happened. Christians would have prayed and fasted if such a movie entered the land here because we know the person of the Holy Spirit. We know that Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And we know that when he went, he said he's sending us the spirit of truth, which means the Lord Jesus is coming back through the Holy Spirit. When you say things like that about the Lord Jesus, In other words, you have said it against the Holy Spirit. That's blasphemy. The whole nation would be fasting right now over that movie. Inamaanisha kwamba kanisa halijemtambua Roho Mtakatifu vizuri kwa sababu dhambi ya kumfukuru Roho Mtakatifu haingeingia hapa ulimwenguni. Hakungekuwa na sinema ambayo inasema ya kwamba Yesu alikuwa na rafiki msichana. Wakristo wangefunga na wakatae kabisa na wafunge na sinema kama hiyo isionyeshwe hapa nchini na unaona ya kwamba hayo yote yametendeka watu wamenajisiwa na Wakristo wako tu hawawezi kufunga na kukata so surely today kweli kabisa leo it is my prayer that you have received foundational teachings ni ombi langu ya kwamba mmepata mafunzo ya kimsingi ili wasaidie well ili muweze kuhusiana na Roho Mtakatifu. Yeye ni wa muhimu katika mtembo wako na Yesu. Na sasa hapo tumefika ni mwisho wa mafunzo yetu. So very, very na sasa ni muhimu sana na kwamba unafaa mpokee Roho Mtakatifu. Remember the Holy Spirit is very selective also. Kumbuka Roho Mtakatifu pia yeye anachagua. He requires from you a lot of obedience. Anahitaji utiifu kutoka kwako wewe. And so it's important that you know that he is part of the triunity of God. He needs to be worshiped. He needs to be spoken to. 
in the name of Jesus. You need to address Him. You need to worship and praise Him. You need to relate with Him as you relate to the Father and the Son. Sasa ni muhimu sana ujue ya kwamba yeye pia anahitaji kusifiwa na kuabudiwa. Yeye ni sehemu ya utu katika utatu wa Mungu. Yeye anafaa kuabudiwa pia anafaa kuhusiana naye. So may the Lord bless you. Wacha Bwana akubariki. And there is no greater love than this. Hakuna upendo kuu kuliko hii. That a man can lay down his life. Ya kwamba mtu anaweza kutoa maisha yake. To show you the way. Ili akuonyeshe njia. To redeem you. Ili akukomboe. So thank you Jesus. Asante Yesu. Amen.